Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We let it go. We let it go last week. Tonight we won't. Tonight we won't. We finished tonight. Because we saw tonight the way we're going to finish. Fast, physical, and out of control. And the bottom line is, it's all for each Welcome, everyone, once again to a brand-new show. This is the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, of course, RF, and we you are live with us on this Thursday night, February the 10th at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, like always. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we are live and on the air. If you listen to us live, make sure you guys give us a call and call in. On Thursdays, we let all of our lines uh, wide open so you guys can call in with any opinions. Any questions going into the sports weekend, we are here to answer those questions for you. So give us a call at 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. Stay in contact with our show by going to our website at rfsportsradio.com. That's rfsportsradio.com. Or follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. As you guys know, we do our top stories in the Sports world today We got so much to talk about today We're going to discuss in detail Would there be an NFL season uh, Coming up Will we even have NFL football this year We'll talk about the big story right now That's bubbling That's Jerry Sloan And his resignation After 23 seasons with one team The Utah Jazz We'll talk about that And some of the reasons why he did resign And we'll talk about the upcoming NFL draft as well too uh, a lot of teams on the board, a lot of teams need help, especially our team right here locally in the Cowboys. So we'll talk about who they should pick, who the experts think they'll pick, and who we think they'll pick as well, too. So without further ado, let's get our show started on a good note. Let me bring on my co-host real quick, Royce. Royce, how you doing tonight, man? What's going on, Rodney? Good, good, good. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's Thursday night, our big show. As you know, we get everybody ready for the sports weekend uh, make sure you guys uh, follow us every Tuesday and Thursday night right here at blogtalkradio.com slash Sports or RF Sports Radio to follow us as well. Let's get into a couple of the big stories going on right now, Royce. And, and here locally, a big story is our Texas Rangers. We talk about them on uh, Tuesday and the whole deal with Michael Young, him wanting to trade. Well, today they locked up who I think is their real face of the franchise, and that's Josh Hamilton. He got a two-year deal worth $24 million or $12 million a year, and this will keep them out of arbitration 
uh, with Hamilton. They haven't been in arbitration with a player in a long time. The guy's the AL MVP. He deserves a, a great deal, and he got one. Two years, twelve, two years for twenty-four million, twelve million a year. I mean, Royce, they had to lock this guy up. Oh, of course, Rodney. No, no, no question about it. Uh, you know, anytime you had MVP of the league, and he's on your team, uh, trust me, you better lock him up because there's somebody to snatch him up. I could tell him New York trying to get it, but uh, yeah. of course, you got to lock him up. And the Rangers have been really good about doing that because they haven't been to arbitration with a, a player in 11 years. So they've been real good about getting out in front of that, and they were again this time also. This guy had 32 home runs last season, 100 RBIs to go along with a 359 batting average. That's an MVP season by any stretch of the imagination. Plus, he does take them to a World Series and deliver it in their playoffs as well, too. So, He's, he's definitely deserving of that, and hopefully this will get them through the next two years, and he's going to sign an even bigger deal uh, at the end of those two years, hopefully with the World Series here in Texas. So congratulations to him. Uh, definitely definitely uh, kudos for the Rangers for locking him up, even though they got so much turmoil going on right now with Michael Young. But we'll talk about that as more details start to, to develop on that story. Another story in the sports world is tonight, the Celtics, although they lose to the L.A. Lakers, Ray Allen does pass Reggie Miller for all-time three-pointers uh, in the NBA. Now, Royce, now you watched Reggie Miller play. You saw Ray Allen play. You know, Ray Allen's got that sweet stroke from the three-point line. I think he's well-deserving of passing the guy like Reggie Miller. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I watched uh, Reggie Miller back, you know, in the 90s. I think he's had a record for 13 years. And uh, I remember when he used to pass Dale Letters, I thought he was a terrific three-point shooter. But, man, kudos to him, man. Great job. I mean, you know, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a milestone, right? Yeah, he broke it tonight. He's got a uh, – he broke the record of 2,560 career three-pointers. He broke that tonight, Reggie Miller's record. And Reggie Miller actually was calling the game, and he said right after the game was over, he said he's well-deserving. If anyone's going to break the record, he's glad that – Ray Allen was the guy to do it. Even Kobe commented after the game because him and Ray Allen came in the league at the same time, and he watched right. him grow and become a, a just a straight, pure shooter. Uh, so he talked about that as well, too. And Allen said before the game, he said, I didn't sleep extremely well last night. I didn't expect it. I got into trying to talk about shoes and dealing with everything that was going on today and making sure that everything was together. I didn't stri- sleep extremely well, but during the day I slept well. But last night I was just a little kid, you know. He just really wanted to go ahead and get this over right. and break this record and get into the record book. So congratulations to Ray Allen on that. Do you think anybody ever break that record, though, Russ? No, I tell you what, it'll be a long time coming. And does that make Ray Allen the best player in the NBA? No, they're making the best player in the NBA <laughs> by far. He just makes right. him the best three-point shooter in the NBA. Right, <laughs> That's all that does. So, so he's, he's got to be in your top five, right? No, he's not in my top five. He's not in my top yeah, five. Even though he five. broke the record, he's not in my top five. Now, now Reggie did his record in 18 seasons. Ray yeah. Allen made his record in 15. So he's got a little bit of uh, way to go. You know, 15 seasons is a long time in the NBA, so it might be quite a while before a guy even catch him. I mean, yeah, yeah wow. That's true. You got to pass Reggie Miller. You got to pass Ed Allen, that is Reggie Miller. Uh, and him, so uh, wow, man, it's gonna take a while for a guy to break that record. But who knows? Yeah. Records are meant to be broken. Records are meant to be broken. That's why they're out there. You're right. 
And uh, and a quick update for another story we covered on Tuesday. We talked about the whole uh, in our Super Bowl postgame show. We talked about the game, and we also talked about, um, you know, the whole ordeal with the seats and everyone upset about not having their seats when they got to the game, the whole debacle that's become the Super Bowl here in Dallas. If you didn't hear that show from Tuesday, go to iTunes and download it. Just go to iTunes and do a search for RF Sports Radio. You'll find it there. But it looks like some of the players, some of the guys that uh, got caught up in the whole ticket fiasco have got some new options uh, available to them from the NFL. At first, they were offering them uh, $2,400, which is three times the value of that ticket that they had, along with tickets to next year's Super Bowl. Well, now they have a second option. They could take the first deal or take a second deal by taking uh, Super Bowl tickets to the Super Bowl of their choice. Preferably, I guess, the game when their team is back in the Super Bowl, whenever that may be. And the NFL is going to cover not just the ticket, but also air travel and hotel expenses as well, too. Now, Royce, if you had to make that choice between $2,400 and the Super Bowl next season or going to the Super Bowl of your choice, all expenses paid, which would you choose? Well, personally, right now, I'd take it. I'm a frequent flyer, so I've been bumped on airlines. I've been bought off of a flight, so, you know, I, I, I can deal with it. Well, we talk about Green Bay fans and Steeler fans. Well, quite naturally, these guys are faithful. You know, it, it'll take a lot to satisfy them. But, you know, it, it's a good deal. I, I, I don't walk in their shoes, so I really don't know at my team. But I, 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 I take it. I mean, wow, you get money and a chance to see any Super Bowl plus transportation. Not a bad deal. Yeah, not a bad deal. And you're one of the few people I've heard to say that they are getting a pretty sweet deal overall. Oh, yeah. I, I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, your team might not be there. That's the bad thing about it. But if I could pick any Super Bowl, trust me, there's going to be better Super Bowls than that one. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'll I, I, I take it. You know, you have to look at it like this. You know, I've been to cancer concerts. You know, stuff happened. It wasn't like it was cancer. It was one of those things that really something kind of weird. I don't think it's so much Jerry's fault as is the whole organization. Like I say, you know, the weather was, they had to deal with so many elements as far as the weather was concerned. So I think they lost a little focus on uh, getting to everything ready, dealing with the elements of the weather. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, of course, another NFL story we'll talk about real quick in our top story segment, and that's the uh, Metrodome. If you guys remember that footage that came back during late in the season of the snow falling into the Metrodome and their inflatable roof that they have there, they have decided to replace the roof, and they're going to start construction uh, March 1st. They want to be finished by August 1st. It's going to cost them $18.3 million uh, to replace this roof. So they're going with a Teflon roof this time, something a little bit stronger, but still kind of have that inflatable feel to it. I don't know why they don't just put a a real roof on top of that stadium. Yeah, I know they've been trying to get one for a long time. But, but Royce, I mean, why not just, you know, how come a a team like Minnesota Vikings, as long as they've been in the league, how come they can't get a a, a good stadium built? Uh, That's a good question, Rodney. And trust me, as bad as these winters are getting, we're not talking about just limited to a certain region of the country. We're talking about bad weather now. We just, you know, no boundaries. So, you know, we, you, you can equate on a lot of stuff. I can't see them doing that. And if they keep putting Band-Aids on the problem, it's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Really and I didn't know that. Let me say this about these uh, 
you know, just as hard it was to stop back to hand that trophy over to the Green Bay Packers. I've been sure these Packers and Steelers fans hate Dallas, too. So that had probably had a lot to do with them being unhappy about not, not having seats. Anybody else they probably could deal with. But we talking about the Cowboys Stadium, you know, and Jerry Jones and the old Cowboys organization. I think they, 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 they would hate it anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably so. And I didn't know this about the Metrodome, but this is the fourth time that the Metrodome has nearly oh, yeah. uh, collapsed uh, in their 30-year history. The first time was – the last time was actually 27 years ago uh, from this year when the roof right. had to fall in because of heavy snow. So they've had these problems before in the past, just haven't had it for about 27 years. If you're listening out there in Minnesota, write your congressman, talk to your city council, get yourself a good stadium to go watch some football at instead of instead of having what you have right now. No true. doubt about it. And now, you know, they the right? the game this year. Right, they did. They snow. did. Right, because of snow. So uh, I don't think that's going to uh, solve the problem. I think they need to go ahead and build a dome. You know, you got to look at all ideal stadiums now. You know, like I say, with the elements so bad and the weather so bad now, I, I think they're going to go more to indoor stadiums. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. And another story I want to cover real quick and just say more more so of a, um, a story about an actual person, someone I want to definitely congratulate, but uh, a quarterback by the name of Ray Lucas. You guys may remember him playing as a New England Patriot. He was also a star in uh, Rutgers when he was in college. Uh, a, a quarterback, former quarterback in the NFL, he's decided to take himself into rehab, and he's going to be basically talking about his rehab uh, stint from his Facebook page. You guys go to find him on Facebook at Ray Lucas, and he'll tell you kind of what he's going through in rehab. He was here for Super Bowl week and did a lot of interviews. He's also a color commentator in the New England area as well and decided to check himself in rehab. He wrote it on his Facebook page on Monday. So we wish you all the best in the, on all your uh, everything you have to go through going through that. And you can follow him on Facebook. He's going to be talking about the whole ordeal. I thought it was really cool, really neat for him to share the experience with everyone and not try to hide it from anyone. So kudos to him for that. And let's take a quick commercial break real fast. When we come back, we'll get into some of our top stories. We'll talk about the whole Jerry Sloan and, and resigning. we got to figure out, get to the bottom of why this is happening. And we'll go over the NFL mock draft, and we'll figure out if there's going to be an NFL this season or not. You listen to the RF Sports Radio Show, the sports radio show from a fan's perspective, and we'll be right back at this commercial break. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at LawApps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, 1-888-974-6784. That's 1-888-974-6784. 
and it's LawApps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages. Oh, yeah, the oh, wait is finally yeah. over. The new release from Rifle Man, Smoke in the City, Smoke available the now. City. Album features Flow Fly, Mayhem, Kenfo Jack, like and the Grit Boys, with, with many, many other. Also featuring production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers, iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, 7 Digital, E-Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up smoke in the city now. It's blazing, it's blazing. Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you. Back with us live on the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. I got my co-host, Royce, on with me as well, too. And, Royce, we got to get to the top story of today. This is really a surprise to everyone. But Jerry Sloan, after 23 seasons coaching the Utah Jazz, has decided to resign today. Even his assistant coach, who's been with them for 23 years, resigned also, also today, too. Now, Royce, what is your initial reaction to hearing about Jerry Sloan not being the coach anymore? Rodney, first, my first reaction, I was shocked. I mean, I, I didn't have a clue. I'd have a surprise. Apparently, this has been in the works probably for a while. I understand him and uh, Deron Williams wasn't getting along. And, you know, once that happened in the start, it's really called for the guy to go. Uh, pretty much management to listen to them. But, you know, he, he's a great coach. He's been around a, a longer than anybody has. Uh, you know, after a while, 20, 30 years, I mean, the game kind of passed you by. So it was time to go. It was just surprising that he announced it this soon, this quick. Mm-hmm. So I, I was shocked. And out of his 23 seasons that he's coached uh, the Utah Jazz, he's only had one season with a losing record. That's a great losing record, uh, record right. to have. Right. Although he has no uh, championship range at this point. They were 31-23. and 23. They had a good young team. They had just made some picks in the – uh, they just made some acquisitions during free agency. They got Al Jefferson. So they were a team that was really trying to get themselves together. And coming around, it's kind of surprising he would do it. The whole NBA is reacting to this, and they're, they're surprised as well, too. Uh, Boston Celtics head coach Doc Rivers says he was shocked to have uh, – um, shocked, that, you know, about the whole deal. Said he caught right. us all off guard. He's been there like this rock, and all of a sudden the rock is gone. Even LeBron right. James uh, tweeted today that, man, it's going to be crazy and we're seeing someone else besides Jerry Sloan walking right. the sidelines in Utah. 
I mean, right. you can think about it. He is the Utah Jazz. Yeah, absolutely. Guy has. I mean, he's coached some great players. He's he's uh, had some great teams. Uh, you know, he's one of my favorite coaches, right? And I, I really am glad I had a chance to. You know, I was interest from the guy. You know, to me, he's a legend. You know, he's one of those kind of guys you like to have over. You know, if you're top ten people for a dinner party, he'll be one of my picks. I mean, great yeah. guy, great coach. You know, I'm one of my favorite all times. And this, like you say, it's going to be really weird not seeing him, you know, and, and, you know, on the Utah Jazz bench. It's just going to be really amazing. It's going to take me a while to get used to it. But, yeah. you know, the game, you know, the game does go on. It does continue. You know, he'll be missed, I'm sure. But I tell you what, if I had to pick a, a, a somebody to be a scout for my team, I mean, the guy has a high for talent. He really does. Yeah. He takes ordinary yeah. players, and he makes them superstars. So uh, kudos to Jerry. You know, he's one of my all-time favorites. He will be missed. And he said in a press conference today, he said, I had this feeling time uh, was time to move on. He said, that's right. a long time to be with one organization. Again, I've been Very blessed. Long. Today is a new day. And when I get this over with, I feel better. My time is up, and it's time to move on. So, you know, it's just, it just it's such a surprise and a shock to everyone. You already knew this day was coming, but you thought it right. would come on, you know, better terms than this. I mean, the, the middle part of the season for them to step down like this, it just seems kind of strange. So the rumors started circulating around the NBA. And around sports, a lot of people are saying that there's some kind of rift between him and his star point guard, Darren Williams. Now, he's right. had – think about the players he's coached, Royce. He's coached oh, yeah. uh, Carl Malone. Malone. He's coached uh, John Stockton, Jeff Hornacek, uh, Mark Eaton, all these other players that, that you right. know, have had careers longer and with more accolades than Darren Williams, although Darren Williams is a rising star in the NFL right. not taking anything away from him. But why, you know – if he can't get along, if he can get along with all those other players, how right. come he can't get along with a guy like Darren Williams? You know, Rodney, that's that's really a weird question. I don't know their relationship. You know, like I said, the guy has had dealt with bigger problems than Darren. I, I think it's a little more than that. You know, uh, some rumors around there about his health. You know, they could be part of it. But this has been a really a weird season for coaches. I mean, we talking about NFL, NBA, baseball, you know, the whole works, even hockey. But uh, the coach's job isn't safe anymore. I mean, you know, we Cowboys did it in the middle of the season. Uh, Cleveland made a big coaching change. There's been a lot of coaching change during the season. So the formula is if you're not winning, you know, your job is, is in jeopardy, man. This is really yeah. weird for coaches yeah. this year. This has really been a strange thing for coaches. And for, even for Jeff Fisher. And uh, football, you know, he was a fixture with. I'm talking, we talking about the Houston, not talking about the Tennessee. You yeah. know, so uh, it really is a weird year for coaches, man. I mean, yeah, I've never seen anything true. like this year, right? And let's and let's get some more reaction real quick. Let's bring on our other host, Rick. Uh, Rick follows the NBA pretty well. Now, Rick, what was your reaction to this whole Jerry Sloan stepping down? Surprise. Surprise, guys, for real. I mean, I'm still wondering what is actually the issue. What what has come up, you know, this bad for him to just abruptly resign like that? You know, I can understand, you know, if he had health issues like that, but you know, I don't, I can't see any type of player 
you know, getting to him so bad to where, you know, he's got to resign. You know, it seems like a whole bigger bigger deal than that to me. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I did some research trying to find out, you know, what this whole deal was. Everybody kept talking about uh, Darren Williams this. And, and so I did some research. I found a story on Yahoo Sports, and this is what Yahoo Sports is reporting right now. They're saying that on Wednesday's game, uh, the loss of the Chicago Bulls, so they got into a huge argument in the locker room during halftime. And, and two Jazz players have said, of course, they remain nameless, but have said that they got so heated that they almost came to blows. In other words, they had to step in and separate these two guys before they actually hit each other. And the confrontation ended before reaching that point. And that was kind of like the breaking point for Sloan. Sloan at that point thought, you know what, I'm too old to be going through this. I'm 68. You know, I, I agreed to a one-year contract extension the past week. You know, and I don't, I don't have time to be going through this. Not coming to blows with one of the players on my team. He felt like then that he kind of lost the team. They said this has been going on all season long, and said it just escalated on Wednesday night when Sloan and Williams kind of clashed in the locker room during halftime. Now, right. you know, this this sounds crazy, but crazier things have happened in the in the NBA. I mean, oh, Greg, yeah. I mean, think about that. You're in that locker room, you're watching the star point guard, and the coach go at it so hard that they almost come to blows. Right. You know, this is not the first time coaches and players have, have disagreed or even escalated. They usually pass things up and move on. You know, and Derard Der- Williams is one of my favorite persons. He seemed like a level-headed guy. So, you know, something happened. I, I, I don't know, but I, I can't say that this was a problem. So I, I think – Above all, he was just kind of tired, you know, 20-some years in the league. It's, you know, it was wearing tear on you, your family, and your health, everything. So, uh, I, I, you know, I can't put my finger on it, but it was a surprise. I will say that. It was just a shock. Yeah. And the source went on, Rick, to say that he decided right there in halftime that he was done. He says he felt like ownership was listening more to Williams than they were to him. And he said that the whole thing started when he told him, you got to quit blaming everyone else for what's going on. You need to blame yourself more. I mean, think about that that whole scene right there. I mean, you know, why 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 would you question a guy like Jerry Sloan? And you, you you can't. You know, I mean I still see Jerry Sloan as the type of person that even if he has that argument with Darren Williams, that's more of that's more of him to, to that's more of a point that he needs to make to the rest of the team out there. Right, you know, even right. though my star guard, my star player is acting this way, you know, I can still run this team. I'm not going to let him do it. But, you know, I, you mentioned something about management might have been listening to more, than, more to Darren than to Jerry Sloan, and that can do it. If he, if he doesn't have the support, you know, of upper management, you know, yeah. I can see Jerry Sloan as being that hard-headed, stubborn guy to just say, you know what, right. I'm done. And plus, Darren right. Williams is from the crib, so I know he got a little level of, of, a little some level of craziness to yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, right, he got a little like, hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And he said, right at the game, he told the Jazz owner, Greg Miller, he told him, you know what, if you if you want to run this franchise and listen to players, you can do it without him as a coach. And that's, that was it. That was a straw right there. And Royce, you getting ready yeah. to say something? You know, that that could break a coach's back. Uh, management, uh, not listening more so to him and, and listening to a player. But you know what kills me about the whole game of sports is when a player comes bigger than the game, you know what I mean, it shouldn't be one player, one star. 
any bigger than the game, you know, and I, I don't like that attitude. But I, I think management not backing him up after all these years, after all these great seasons, you know, that's got to be a big disappointment to a person. You know, yeah, management yeah. start not sad with you or listening to you. So I think that had more so to do with it than Deron Williams. And it ain't no but Jerry Sloan said to to Dan Reeves to make him mad like that. Jerry Sloan was right. going right. to speak right. his mind. You know, watching Dan oh, yeah. Williams grow up and play, you know, oh, he yeah. just doesn't strike me as the type of person that's just going to, you know, cause that kind of risk, you know, with right. the coach. He just, he's just never really been that type. Yeah, I agree. Let's take a caller real quick, and call. I'll identify you by the last uh, four digits of your phone number, 2182. You're live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is uh, AK from NBA Fame News. How you guys doing tonight? Good, AK. How you doing? Uh, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I am uh, just wanted to call in and chime in on what you guys are talking about uh with the whole uh, uh, Jerry Sloan fiasco that uh, that went on today, um, I'm actually kind of kind of surprised that this happened too. And and to be honest with you, um, what you guys were just saying about Darren Williams um, going to management or whatever, man, I think all of these things that happened today, man, are are a byproduct of uh, of the LeBron James effect. Okay, and I'm gonna explain to you guys why. Okay, um, if you guys remember when LeBron was back in Cleveland how everyone was speculating about him leaving and he wasn't satisfied with the team. And the team basically bowed down, the owner bowed down. They did everything they could do to try to keep uh, LeBron happy. And I think that's what's going on right here with Darren Williams because, as we all know right now, players run this league, okay? Your team is nothing without the players, or I should say without your star player. Okay, it's happened uh, with LeBron already. We know he left. Uh, we heard a little something over the summertime with Chris Paul where they were trying to do thing, everything they could do to keep him happy, to keep him in New Orleans. It's happening right now with Carmelo Anthony. It happened some years ago with Kobe Bryant when he demanded a trade. So all the all these all these uh these front offices around the league, they're doing everything they can do to keep their superstars happy. And Darren Williams, he's not sitting behind a rock not listening and not watching. He knows he's a superstar of Utah. He knows he knows he's the guy. So he basically made a power move right here, okay? Right. For for you know, I I actually put a story up on my website about this a long time ago because I saw the writing on the wall, okay? The pick and roll every time down in the UCLA cut every down every time down in your system is not going to work with today's right. players, okay? Players want to maximize their talent because they're thinking about maximizing their dollars, okay? Sure. And that's what's going on and. With Carlos Boozer defecting to Chicago, and Al Jefferson, he's a serviceable big guy, but he's not Carlos Boozer. He doesn't have the same type of effect, okay? And, and you know, right now, Utah, they've been inconsistent this year. And, and so, basically, Darren Williams, he made a power move with that right there. And he, he's denying that he said anything to anybody, but I'm sure he, he basically went to, to management on the low and said it's either me or him. And basically, right. they're, they're going to pick the young guy who who's up for free agency after next season over the 68-year-old coach who's probably going to be leaving in a, in a year or so anyway. Right. You know, so, so I basically think, like I said, I think that was a byproduct of LeBron, you know, you know, play, making that power move with, you know, the superstar being a superstar and knowing how far they can push a management. And they, and they know what they could do with that. So that that was basically my point on that. And uh, I just wanted to touch on, that, on, on the Lakers-Boston game real quick that transpired tonight. You know, the Lakers did pull out that victory and I want to give big ups to Ray Allen, you know, for breaking that record. Although yeah. I still would take although I still would take Reggie Miller 
over Ray Allen. <laughs> exactly. that, that's my that's my personal opinion. I don't know about everybody else, but I still would take uh, I still would would take take my man Reggie Miller any day. But anyway, uh, in regards to that that Boston Lakers game, it was a good win for the Lakers. Uh, we all know that they were one and six against the prime of the you know the prime uh, elite teams of the league. But yeah. even with the win that they got tonight, I still believe that that win was just a basic win because of all the injuries that Boston has right now. Right. Okay, right. they they did pull the win out and, and they they did need that 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 signature win. But you know, it, I really don't look at it as a signature win just because, like I said, they didn't have they had all the injuries with Shaq's out, Delonte West is out. The young big guy, what's his name, uh, Simi Erdin, he's out. You know, they, they got guys that are out right now. Paul Pierce had the flu tonight, so it wasn't that same Boston team. You you didn't see the same team uh, that that you saw in at the Staples Center a couple weeks ago play against the Lakers. So so I still think that the Lakers, I still think that the Lakers, uh, they still got some work to do. It looked like Bynum came out a little bit motivated, and and, and that's the problem that I do have. You know, with with Bynum, and I know they say the front office they're they're kind of hesitant to give up on him because he still has so much right. potential. And right. everybody living in L.A. knows that he has the potential to do it. But as soon as you start seeing that potential come out, right. then he get he yeah. gets hurt again, and that's where the yeah. frustration right. comes yeah. in. At that's why. Well, let I'm me a, ask I'm, you something, A.K. Yeah. Let me ask you something real quick. And, and, and like you mentioned, you have a show on Blog Talk Radio called NBA Fame News. And what time does your show come on? On what day? Yeah, it's every Tuesday at 9 p.m., uh, one-hour show, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Okay. So uh-huh. make sure you guys check him out because he covers the NBA to a T, especially out there in L.A. Let me ask you something real quick while we got you on. If I if I can, mind you, NBA mind for a little gold real quick. We mm-hmm. talked about on Tuesday about the whole rumor of Carmelo going to L.A., the trade right. between Bynum and Melo bringing Melo there and shipping Bynum out. Maybe the front office was, like you said, tired of him being hurt over the six seasons he's been there. Let me ask you something. When that rumor came out, did you know then, did you think, well, you know what, this could happen, or was it just a smoke screen, or was it Melo trying to, you know, call his shot and get to New York quicker? Well, you know, when I initially heard, because actually when I first heard it, I heard Lamar Odom's name, in the trade, I heard Lamar and Bynum for uh, Nene and Carmelo. That was initially what I heard um, in the morning. Wow! But you know, but the, the story changed as as the day progressed. But you know what I think? What I think it, it basically was. I think it was a smokescreen. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think, think I think I, I, I think because you know, if you guys know. Have you guys heard of World Wide West? The guy that represents all these guys. Yeah. Behind the scenes, yeah, all right. these you know, big time superstars behind the scenes. He he's got a whole PR machine going on behind the scenes that people right. aren't, aren't aren't really even aware about, aren't, aren't even aware about. You know, um, I think right now Carmelo Carmelo has his people working. He wants New York or LA. He needs to be in that in that spotlight and, and right. the whole Laker thing. I, I don't know. I don't know how legit it was. You know, but I, I think that he's just trying to make his way. Out of Denver, anywhere he can, any way he can, he needs to get to a big market. You know, he he sees what LeBron and uh, D Wade are doing over in Miami right now, and he and he he knows that he's on that level. He's a top five player in the league, and he and he just needs to to be in a big market. Okay, if the Lakers thing was to go down, and I was of the opinion that that Carmelo would actually fit with the Lakers perfectly, and it would be a good. Uh, for lack of a better word, passing the torch moment, you know, to give the, you know, the torch to uh, Carmelo as as Kobe declined and went out in a couple of years. I see Kobe leaving in about three years, but I thought that would be a good transition, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, to have, you know, Carmelo in there. But I, I honestly don't think that's going to happen. I still think he's going to end up in New York um, when, when it's all said and done. We still got, what, about two weeks before the trade the trade deadline right. transpires. So I think he's still yeah. going to make his way in New York. They're just trying to make a power move, and, and I think that um, that Denver's waiting for New York to sweeten the pot a little bit. And I think L.A. was just – LA was just bait for that, so I, I think Denver, um, Denver better go ahead and, and, and get what they can get for him, and, and not have him walk yeah. away as a free agent because they they would be uh, they would be silly to do that. So you know that's, yeah, that's I agree with you. That. you know, that, yeah, that's, I agree with you hundred percent. And before we before we let you go, I want to ask you one question real quick because you're out there in that market. Is right. LA Blake Griffin's town? Is he the is he yes, the man that's yes, table tennis now? Yes, sir. He he he's the man. He, <laughs> he, I mean he. Wow. He doesn't have the body of work that that KB twenty four has, man. But right now, Blake Griffin runs LA. He, wow. he's a guy, especially especially with the inconsistencies that the Lakers have been having, and with and with wow. the ascension of the Clippers. I mean, they they still have a losing record, but they are they're playing good ball. They're playing competitive ball. They're they're no longer the laughing stock of the league. And Blake Griffin, he he's the one, you know, he's he's the guy right now. And and I know you guys heard those those comments that Andre Miller came out with, sounding like a hater. <laughs> Early yeah, last week, man, you know, right, I, I don't that. know where he got right. that from, man. But Blake is twenty three and twelve, man. Those are legit numbers, man. From from uh, you know a, a, a rookie, pretty much a rookie, yeah. his first year playing, you know. So yeah, yeah. He, he, def- he definitely runs this town, man. And and Donald Sterling would be dumb to even you know break that nucleus of him, uh, Eric Gordon, and uh, uh, even DeAndre Jordan, man. Uh, that, that's a good nucleus for the future. So you know, I think that the future is bright for the Clippers. Now, Rick, now, me, me and Rick, we were having a discussion, heated discussion last night because I was telling him I think there's going to be some kind of way that Blake no. ends up in a Lakers jersey. Now, Rick, now, remember we no. talked about that? No. Yeah, and, I mean, in my mind, I mean, and, you know, both of us could be totally wrong, but in my mind there is no way the Clippers let him go. You know, the, yeah, Clippers are gonna, the Clippers are going to try to make a point, make some type of statement to overpay this guy and not let this right. guy get out of there if it comes down to it. That's right. my you know what? You know? Yeah, you, you, you're right about that. And if, if Blake Griffin was to leave the Clippers, the only other realistic place I could see him going is back home to Oklahoma City. And he would be That's perfect. Exactly he would be perfect. That's what I said, too. Yeah, he would be right. perfect. He would be perfect in Oklahoma City. So, man, so can that's you all I got, that guys. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and Blake Griffin. Oh man, <laughs> man, there you go, <laughs> there you go, there you go, guys. So, Kevin, the big so, man, three, hey, you guys, the big keep, three. You guys, right. Yeah, you guys keep doing what you're doing, man. I love the show, man. Keep doing your thing, guys. You're doing great. Cool. All right, no doubt, man. Make sure you check out NBA Fam News on Blog Talk Radio every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Right? 9 p.m., sir. Cool, cool. Okay. All right, well, thank you for coming on, man. All right, we'll catch you next time. All right, thanks. You know, All right. I, I agree with him on that Carmelo Anthony thing. What a better way to get the, the, the uh, talk talk in the league excited is to throw his name out there. You know, it's been floating around for a while. Interest kind of died down. They told everybody to be quiet, and now it's back out there again. You know, room with him going to Lakers. That has to strike fear in every other team in the NBA, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, Anthony yeah. in L.A., right? So what better way to do it or get the trade rumors you know, back going again, uh, mm-hmm. throw his name out there. So, I, I, you know, I said that to you tonight. I think it's just a ploy. Yeah. Sound like you know what he's talking about. I'm really going to have to check in for a show. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. he got a great show. Let's take a quick commercial break. break, guys. We come back with switch gears a little bit because we still got to talk about whether it's going to be NFL next season and go over some mock drafts because I don't know what they got the Cowboys doing. Everybody got them doing something different, so we'll talk about that right. too. You listen to the RF Sports Radio Show where it's sports talk from a fan's perspective. Calling all models, calling all actors, all music artists, calling all comedians and producers. I got a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paid gigs? Well, if that's you... Calling all models, calling all actors, all music artists, calling all comedians and producers. I got a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paid gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. Okay. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to webookgigs.info right now. Okay. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal I Twitter, like that. Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about webookgigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to I sign up. That. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. Webookgigs.info right now. Right now. Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter. Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you. Tax time is coming, and you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On-Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On-Time Tax Services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. And we are back live on the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, my partners in crime, Royce and Rick. We just had a, a great call from AK from uh, NBA Fame News. Make sure you guys check out his show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio. The guy talks NBA to the T and covers the uh, L.A. market. So had some great things to say, say with him about the NBA. We'll definitely have to have him back on. Let's switch gears a little bit to the NFL because today, the whole aspect of us having a season next year took a big, a big hit today, and uh, come to find out, they were supposed to have a meeting on today about uh, the collective bargaining agreement, trying to work out some kind of deal, another negotiating session, and it was canceled. Uh, looks like they did not want to come to the table. Apparently, the players' association put up a fifty-fifty deal. They want to do a fifty-fifty revenue split. With the owners, and of course, the owners ain't gonna right. go for that at all because they they're right. putting in a lot of money, they're paying a lot of salaries out there as right. well too. Now, guys, this took a huge hit. They got until March third to get something done. I mean, does this mean the end of NFL for this year? 
you know, I think it's just posturing. Each 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 side has to posture. I, I for one, the long the, the longer this thing drags out, the uglier it's gonna be uh, for both sides. Both sides, you know, you may have your favorite, whether we own the ship or players. But uh, I, the average person like me, I'm a football junkie. I could care less of them fighting over millions of dollars, and I'm fighting on five dollar gas prices. So I think the longer it goes on, the uglier it's gonna be for the league. And uh, it, it's the most popular sport right now, and to me, for them to carry on is ridiculous. I really think it is. I, that's my opinion. Now, Rick, they canceled this session. It's supposed to be a five-hour session. They canceled it, and they have not, um, you know, said, well, we're going to redo it on another day. They haven't said any other times. I mean, they, they're basically walking away from negotiating period at this point. I mean, they got to get back in there. You know, from the way I understood that it went, they, you know, was supposed to have a seven-hour meeting or something like that, and they went in and actually met for, you know, an hour to two hours, you know, and talked about the 50-50 split and, you know, things of that nature, and the owners just pretty much said, yeah, whatever. You know, right. the, owners, <laughs> the, owners, the owners right now, from what I understand, they get a billion dollars off top before they go yeah. to splitting anything, you know. So they talk 50-50, right. they talk 50-50 after that first billion. So the, owner, yeah. the owners is really, you know, already getting it, but they want to sweeten the pot a little bit, you know, for themselves. You know, the the players want to sweeten the pot for themselves, you know, or they at least want to see what's going on. Y'all could be lying to them. You know, that's mm-hmm. the way the players are looking at it. Let us see the books. Let's see what's going on, you know. And, I mean, this thing is going to be ugly, you know. I, I think it is, but there's no doubt in my mind it's going to be football. Football affects pretty much the economy in some of these cities. You know, That's football affects people lives. Some people take this stuff really, really deep, you know, act like That's they can't true. go to work, you know, because of a football game that they're not playing in. You know, I mean, That's football is, is way deeper than just, you know, what they're fighting about, you know, right. there. And right. at some point they'll realize that the fans count. Yeah. Right. And, and, you, and, and you're right. The they people. do get a billion-dollar uh, credit right. before they split any kind of revenues with anyone. And they're asking for another billion. They want a $2 billion in total credit before they split any kind of revenues with anyone. Right. And even in the DeMora Smith is saying it, anywhere from a 40 to 42% of revenue sharing with the players is the smallest share by any professional sports union out there. But, you know, in, in a way, to me, when I first saw DeMora Smith and what he was trying to do, I know he took over for the late uh, Gene Upshaw. Right. And right. Gene Upshaw was this kind of guy, he wouldn't have let it get to this point. You know, a lot of people are saying it, even the players are saying it. But this guy has so much to prove. He he didn't play in the NFL. Uh, he's an attorney by profession, and he's going in there fighting, trying to come out the winner in this no matter what. He wants to be that guy that didn't take no for an answer, that got exactly right. what he wanted. I mean, is right. that going to be hurting the players in the long run? Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I think so, Rodney, because, you know, like he has to look good and negotiate. He has to come out this thing looking good. Otherwise, they say the players lost. They shouldn't look at it who's win and lose. The winners and losers are the players and the people that work behind the scenes. We're talking about cameramen. We're talking about uh, people working the stadiums. I mean, it's a big impact on this. So it's not just the uh, players and owners being affected. We're talking about people's lives. You know, it's a bigger thing than that. And, and like I said, nobody wants to hear after the economy and everything went on about millionaires fighting over money. That's the mm-hmm. last thing people want to hear. You know, a bunch of millionaires, and they are millionaires uh, on both sides. 
by Noble right. Money. Right. And in a memo that was obtained by ESPN, they're reporting that the owners have proposed not a rookie scale, but a veteran scale. They want the veteran wow. players with three to five years in the league uh, to be on a scale wage. You know, not a rookie wow. scale, but a veteran scale. I mean, that's the core of their membership in the NFL. Yeah, those guys have been in the league three to five years. I mean, what do you think, Rick? I mean, you think it's more the the owners is trying to snatch up every dollar? I mean, they're building billion-dollar stadiums. You know, they want a larger revenue base. They want more games. You know, is it the owners is really going to be the the ones that's making this thing not work, or is the players just, you know, like like I mentioned before, is this guy just trying not to lose face? I mean, in, in some cases I think the owners – Owners are, but then and you know part of that you know I actually you know believe in you know as far as like rookie scales and and veteran right. scales. I mean right. at some point right. you got to protect the dollar because it's getting out of right. hand. It, you know yeah, you yeah. don't want right. to every time you look up, dang somebody else done got sixty eight million dollars for six years or something, and then that's sixty eight million dollars for five years, and then sixty eight million dollars for four years, and it's just. Right. It's out of hand, you know. So I agree with you know stuff like that as far as the scale is concerned, you know. Especially for rookies, you got rookies coming in and you know they getting millions and millions of dollars and then some of them don't even pan out. Right, yeah. right, true. You right. know, so yeah, it, it makes good business sense to go out and do something like that. And the owners know it's 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 few owners as opposed to everybody else. And at some point, if they drag it out that long, they're going to start caving a little bit on the players' end. Right. Not right. the guys right. that's already got the money. The guys right. that's trying to get to it. Right. And, you know, and you the NBA, one, thing, one thing I think people are right. losing track of, uh, Royce, and I mean to cut you off, is, you know, the right. fact that the core of the business for the NFL is not the players, it's not the owners, it's the fans. Right. And I think that's the one element of this is being missed, is the fact that the fans – drive that business. They drive the players that we think are the best players. We drive the us attending the games, you know, us buying the merchandise. We're still the right. most we're still the biggest force in the NFL. We're bigger than the owners, we're bigger than the players. Now one thing I'm concerned about by the NFL as a fan is I think it's getting way too big. I mean think about it. They're talking about expanding to Overseas, a team in London, right. they're playing games in London. If I was a diehard fan and, my, and I had season tickets, I, it might mean me missing a week of work to go to London to watch my team play. If I want to see them in the Super Bowl, I might have to spend three months' worth of salary to get there. I mean, the average Super Bowl ticket was $1,200. The average right. hotel was uh, $200 a night. A night. You yeah. know, and, and, and it's getting to the point where it's getting so big, it's kind of like out, you know, it's, it's pricing out the, the normal guy. You know, they want right. us to come to the game. They want us to buy the jersey. They want us to uh, uh, buy the season ticket packages, the PSLs. But then again, you know, they don't want us to sit home and watch the game. That's the only thing we can afford now. Right. And, you know, the core yeah. of any big business is to keep the price low. And you're absolutely right. Ticket price, I, you know, I can't even afford to go to a game, and you can't even afford to take your family. And, you know, all they have to do is escalating ticket prices, you know what I mean? It's getting so big when most people would rather watch it on TV. But never the fact that we're still going to watch it, you know, and some people are willing to pay $1,200 a ticket, a season ticket holder. You know, season ticket holders are really the backbone of the team. You know, without those, a season ticket sales, you know, you wouldn't have much of a football team. Right. So, 
Right. Uh, you know, the fans are the backbone of the team, and, and I agree with you. But like I said, we don't want to hear about guys, millionaires, fighting over money. You know, fighting over money, with, right. Right, you know, with the banks. <laughs> you know, what we just went through in the country. We just, we just don't want to hear it. So guys, work it out. You know, like, and you got to look at the people that work at the stadium, too. These people won't be able to work. Mm. You know, I know. So, right, you know, that, that's killing them, too, so. It's yeah. incredibly bad timing too for right, right. It is. It really is. It really is. Get it worked out. I mean, I mean, Rick, think about that, man. For the cost it would cost you to take your family to a game, you could buy a brand new 3D TV at home and watch the whole season. You know, oh, uh, the well, cost you know, it would cost I, you to take your family to see the tickets. You could build an add-on on your house of a home theater for the cost right. it would cost you to take your family there for a whole season. Yeah, and, and I would have that add on and would be in there chilling. You know, it's, it's a difference. You know, the people that can go to the to the games all the time, they can afford to do that, you know, more power to them. You know, and there's some people that would actually go overseas and see some games too, you know, but that's not necessarily, you know, the normal guy, you know, but it's going to be some people that are that committed and then just have that much throwaway cash too, you know. But it won't be a guy like me. I'm like Royce. I'm fighting those $5 gas prices. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's that situation's not gonna happen. You know, but yeah. it it's just bad timing, you know, for the NFL, especially with the way that the economy is right now, you know, trying to get over this hump, you know, and it's people that don't have jobs at all and now they gotta listen to people argue about too much money. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's you know, it's really, really bad timing, man. Right. You know, one year they brought scabs in. So, guys, yep. I mean, you know, uh, every, we hear it every day, even on your job. Nobody, everybody's replaceable, you know. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, right. But you're going to do job. that somebody out there to do it cheaper. That's you know, right. whatever you want to do, that somebody out there to do it cheaper. And while we're on the NFL, we got to cover a quick topic real quick. And we got about five minutes left in the program. We got still got time to call in, 323-927-2906. We'll talk about the draft a little bit. We'll get into more detail about the draft as it starts to come up. But I want to talk specifically about the top ten because our local team, uh, me, Rick, me and your team, have got a nine uh, number nine pick in the draft this year, a very, Good very high draft pick um, you know, for the Cowboys, for a team that – Supposedly has some good talent, you know, on the on the roster. They can really add a player right now that can help them or impact the team right now. Now, I think you know the national media has, and I looked at everyone's draft. I looked at right. Mel Kiper, Todd McShay, right. Rob Rang from CBS Sports, Fox's Peter Schrager. I looked at everyone's draft, and all of them have them picking the cornerback. Most of them have them picking Prince uh, Akamura from uh, Nebraska as, as their as their pick. So and and then I find all the local guys are saying that they think the Cowboys are going to lean towards the defensive end, you right. know. And Jerry made comments during the uh, senior senior game, senior bowl, about that he thinks that his his cornerbacks are good enough to cover. And even uh, even uh, uh, Rob Ryan made a comment that no cornerback can cover a guy for more than four seconds by himself. Anyway, so it sounds like he's really pushing for a more of a pass rush. But you know, just think, just just asking both of you guys real quick. Do you think that it's more important to have a cornerback that can cover, or was it more important to have a pass rush to help the cornerback? Oh, wee! It it really really goes <laughs> it goes hand in hand. 
it it really does. You know, you got to have that speed rusher. You got to have that shutdown corner. If I had to choose between the two, if I had neither one, if I had to choose between the two, I would probably go with the shutdown corner. Mm. And that's my philosophy too. Because I think I think a scheme can create a pass rush. A good scheme can create a pass point, rush. Right. Right, you know, I, right. I just think the shutdown, shutdown corner is a better option to me. You know, but why? I mean, but why do all these local guys from Calvin Watkins to Tim McMahon to ESPN Dallas, all these guys, even Morning News, they all leaning towards them going with a JJ Watt. Right, the guy, the guy named JJ Watts, which, which I, I didn't understand. That kind of threw me off. Now I'm gonna be objective because I know you two are Cowboy fans. You, you know, a shutdown corner would be great. But they are predicting Cam Newton to go number 10. Yeah. If he's available around the ninth round, I mean, if I was Jerry, being the business guy he is, with the largest stadium, and you want to fill the largest stadium, why not get the biggest superstar that's coming out of college football in Cam Newton? At some point, you do have to address the quarterback problem because if Tony True. Romo's the guy, uh, and you True. do have to look down the future. So what better way to fill Cowboys Stadium than go out to Cam Newton? Uh, mm. uh, and if he's well, available, hey, he's available at number nine. I saw hey, the Cowboys guy today. Right he, I, I saw him work out today. The guy looks great, man. He really does. With a little yeah, coaching, man. I think he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the NBA. In the and NBA, they, said that, uh, they said that during that workout today, boosted his stock up so high in the draft because right, he did right. stuff today to see him do in, uh, in uh, this season because it was his first year as a starter. As a right. quarterback, he they saw him throw the pro kite pass, have hold the ball high, and if he right. goes to number ten, Bro, he's going to our rival, the Redskins. I mean, yeah, I mean, Rick, that's, a, that's wow. a good point, man. Hey, I mean, it is, and if it was me, it would definitely be something to think about. But I can tell you right now, the Cowboys will not do that. They ain't going to even be looking to address the quarterback situation for three more years at least. But don't you think they got to be thinking, But don't you think they got to be thinking? You know what? We can win games without Romo. I mean, that, that was proven this season. They can win games without Romo. They won more without him than they did with them. Right. You know, so they kind of they kind of had to take a little bit of that sign out the out for Romo. It depends on what kind of power that Jason Garrett really could get. You know, because if Jason Garrett could run that, Jason Garrett might not be in love with Romo the way Jerry Jones is. Right. You know, but I know Jerry Jones is just way too loyal to his, to some of those players out there, and everybody across the country knows that. You know, so I don't – if it's left – if Jerry's going to make that call, Romo's not going anywhere. Romo's got to get hurt. Mm. It's just really not going to happen. You know, I would go for, you know, one of the, one of the cornerbacks, you know, yeah. if I could. I would go for one of the cornerbacks, but if the the good cornerbacks are gone, just those top two, the guy from LSU and, and Prince Amakamur from uh, uh, Nebraska, if they're gone right. and the defensive end is there, you know, why not take the defensive end? The Cowboy can use a player at just about any position out there. Yeah, the Cowboys, the, the Cowboys do not have a should not have a problem in the draft. They can pick from anywhere out there and get anybody. So you, so so what you're saying is you absolutely have this belief that Tony Romo is your guy. Is your no, no, guy. no, 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 that's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about what the Cowboys would do, you know. And and to be honest with you, like I say, if Cam Newton was there, I would really have to take a look at it. Yeah, I would take a look at it 
for sure. Okay, I just know the Cowboys ain't going to do that. The Cowboys ain't thinking that at all. Okay, okay you know, you against Aaron Rodgers, Michael Bick. I mean, these quarterbacks of the future, you know, uh, 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 you got to adjust that at some point. And yeah, you, you know, you really do. You have to address that. And I, 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 I am not sold on Tony Romo. That's just my yeah, personal opinion. You know, on a lot of that, I agree with you totally. I just really don't think the Cowboys, that's it. the quarterback position, I don't even think that crossed their mind. I really yeah, think just, they are just, leaning somewhere on the defense. Yeah, they have to be. Their defense was the worst it's been in several seasons. The worst in actually, uh, you know, since the post-Super Bowl era. So you're right about that. With that's our show for the night, guys, on Thursday show. This is Thursday show tonight, guys. I make sure y'all tune in on Tuesday, 10 p.m., same time, same channel. Thank you for tuning in, and y'all have a good weekend. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.